Welcome everyone to another episode. I am your host, Marla Martinson, and I have a very exciting guest today. I'm so like almost speechless having this person on my show. So this is Buck Angel and hey, Buck, introduce hey. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> First off, thanks, Marla. I super appreciate you reaching out to me. Um, so so I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a transsexual man. So I um, was born, a, I'm biologically female. It's, why am I even having a problem saying that? It's because everything's so insane so i'm a biological female who transitioned to live my life as a male 30 years ago um i acknowledge my biology i now i'm i wouldn't say i'm an activist because that word's been hijacked so i feel like more of an advocate and um somebody who you know uh, uh speaks out on things i don't see as a positive thing i also work in the sex industry uh the adult uh, entertainment as well as creating uh products i would say i'm more in the sexual wellness aspect of it at this point by right because you used to and, be in the porn yes arena. i did yeah mm -hmm. i sure did and um, you know that's a stigma for sure and that really people just oh well you're a porn star no i'm not no right. i'm not i did porn a long time ago it's done I, I do create sex products but i create them you know to connect you know yeah. you're sort of in that space so adults yeah. nothing wrong with that yeah and nope, i'm, I'm right. a matchmaker and i match people for long-term relationship uh and marriage excellent and, uh yeah the reason i wanted to have this conversation is as i was talking before we before i pressed record is that the the craziness and i want to talk a little bit about your story too because right. it, it does it feels like the world's gone nuts and kind of insane nuts. and 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 i wonder sometimes buck if it's just because i'm watching i don't even watch tv anymore i watch youtube i love youtube and so i once you look at certain videos the other ones are all suggested and i'm like well maybe i'm just saturated with this and it's not a big of a problem as it is but I think it is, and some people might not even know about it, where we're this gender, this transgender, these pronouns and identifying as and all of this stuff. So um, people, they just decide, well, I feel like oh, I kind of I feel like a, a man. And so I the, but let's talk about first before we get into that, I would love people to hear about uh, who aren't familiar with you. 30 years ago, it was quite a different criteria. And and uh, who were you that you felt that you had to do this for yourself? Well, you know, I grew up in the 60s and I'm 60 years old. I grew up in the 60s and 70s. And, you know, back in the day, you could just be a gender nonconforming kid. No one cared, right? I had long hair. I was a girl, but I was a skateboarder. I hung out with the boys. I felt like a boy. We called that a tomboy. It's completely normal childhood. I don't, I don't want anyone thinking I had some weird. No, no way. My parents were super cool. And I'm so glad I grew up in the 70s. You know, it was just amazing. I had an awesome childhood. You know, things didn't really start to develop and feel weird for me until I started getting to be a little older, like 15 or 16, when I really started being attracted to girls and noticing my attraction to girls. The boy feeling like a boy thing was just it was just, it was kind of celebrated on some level, tomboys. And I was very athletic and I was very, that kid, you know what I mean? But it was the attraction to girls that kind of threw me off. And even though deep down inside, I was like, well, I'm a guy who's attracted to girls, but you couldn't say that. People would think you were totally insane. And um, but then lesbians were not acknowledged as well being in sports. You know, I was kind of a high ranking athlete as a girl and um we were told by our coach not to ever say if any of us are lesbians don't ever say it like we were actually told that <laughs> like it was so insane but that being said as i move forward in my life and i live part of my life as a gay woman and 
I just never felt comfortable in that space. I, I tried it on. I really tried to live there. And um, the reason I'm saying all this is because today it's so different. And I do think living sort of in a space that, that's uncomfortable is really important because this is not reversible. What you see here today, I could never go back to being like you. And uh, you know, so that's why it's very important that we understand this is not just putting a hat on or just changing your pronouns or, you know what I mean? It's a very, when you get into the medicalization of it, it is hardcore and it's not something that we should take so lightly that we are today. And when you were doing it, they were required uh, a lot of therapy, right? That's and right. That, as I move forward and I found out that I could actually become a this guy, though I completely acknowledge my biology. I know I'm not a man. I'm a transsexual man, but I live as a, a man. It's very important this language sort of gets out there. I'm going against this new narrative that biology is a social construct. That's just ridiculous. If it wasn't for my biology, I would not be a transsexual. Yeah. So, so yeah, moving forward, I, I I actually found doctors who were willing to work with me who had never done it before. So one of them called me a guinea pig. I had to go through two years of intensive therapy, get a letter from my therapist, take it to the doctor. It was a very, it was a system I call a safekeeping that yeah. today they call it gatekeeping, right? Like, as if it's negative. No, it is 100. That is why I am this guy and why people like you reach out to me. I'm very solid in my trans people still call me she because they want to be me right but it doesn't hurt me uh -huh. it because i get it i know why people do things like that you know i'm very solid in in who and what i am yeah and that's that's beautiful and and uh also so now i i mean what i'm seeing is the detrans uh you know detransitioning that's right I, wa I watch a lot of these videos and some uh, uh somebody asked me the other day why do you watch this stuff like <laughs> you're sick why are you watching this you know <laughs> and and i it's like i watch a lot of the scientology stuff too the mm. people, people who laughed at the cult stuff it's fascinating to me yeah humans are fascinating and then what's going on so what and i'm seeing these young people that are trying to reverse this and they're giving they they say that they were able to say go to a doctor and get within that day a prescription for testosterone or for estrogen yeah. and start and and uh, so talk a little which is frightening mm -hmm. because they yeah. don't know at the time and then Talk a little bit about as somebody who is on testosterone. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Implications here with that? Yes. A, a 20 minute therapy session is mm -hmm. unbelievable that we're all just like, okay, you can't do anything in 20 minutes. You can barely eat a hamburger in 20 minutes. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You know, you're going to change someone and shame on these. Um, oh, it makes me so mad. Oh. Shame on these therapists who are so wing nutty and so woke it's they've lost their way. So, so they are, they're called affirmation therapists, right? And any parent who's listening to me right now, never, ever, ever take your child to an affirmation therapist. You won't get anything done. They'll just affirm your child's delusion on, and I'm not saying trans is a delusion, but these kids are going through so much insane. You cannot change your sex. I did not change my sex. What I did is I aligned myself with my brain and says, okay, now the world sees me as a dude. Dude. That's all I want you to do is see me as a dude. I never get misgendered. <laughs> never. So my point being is you cannot assess anybody. I don't care what it is in 20 minutes. Yet we're letting trans people, especially young people, be assessed in 20 minutes, get a stamp of approval, Planned Parenthood. I'm very angry at them. I used to support them a lot, but you know, they jumped on this gender nonsense. And, you know, to affirm a child, especially a 16-year-old, 
and say, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know who you are. Since when did we ever say 16-year-olds know who they oh, are? No. Ever. Never. We never said that. Thinking back to when I was 16, I'm like, no, I would ch- fickle. You know, I like this. That's point. right. I like this. I want to do this. I don't know. That's right. Doing. I mean, uh, well, my point is 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 going to be this. We're doing a disservice to these young people. So now these young people are transitioning when they think their whole life is going to change. You're first off giving them a whole new set of problems, okay? You're not even addressing the problems they're dealing with. A lot of these kids have BPD or anxiety or autism. I mean, I could go sexual, sexual trauma. We're not even addressing sexual trauma. And you have to address trauma. So you have to address here before you address here, right? I addressed this. I, yeah. I took care of my engine before I painted my car. And right. and like, that's what you're supposed to do with any logical thing. They're not addressing what's going on in the engine. The engine is, is not running properly. And, and there are doctors do willing and doing, uh, removing uh, teenage women's breasts. And, Incredible. Uh, you know, so they, I've seen Incredible. many say, I wish I had my breast back. I wish I didn't. That's my point. That's my point. Now, moving forward, who's going to be responsible for that, right? Because, you know, doctors are slick and they have consent forms, right? So you know what you were doing. Oh, really? No, this child did not know what they were doing. Shame on you as a doctor. Do no harm, I guess, doesn't hang on your door, does it, doctor? So I personally want to hold a lot of these doctors and therapists responsible because it's going to come. They're already suing. Detransitioners are already starting lawsuits. Yeah, there's this one yep. gal, I can't remember her name, a brunette. Chloe Cole. Chloe, Chloe Cole? Yes, who is really out there with that. That's right. And and That's then right. And she talks about the hormones uh, and the puberty puberty blockers, which you, the body needs to go through puberty. Oh my God. I went through puberty. Do I look like a girl? <laughs> <laughs> and so here's also what I want to say. If you notice the majority of the voices coming from this fight are trans women, right? Yes. So it's yes. not really even about trans guys. So that should say something to you right there. And number two, the majority of people who are going on puberty blockers and who are transitioning are young girls. Yes. Yet, yet, yet trans women have their hand. Trans women are biological males. They never went through female puberty. They don't understand girls that way. So I get very mad when trans women are like, Puberty block. No, step down, my friend. You don't get to have this conversation. These are young girls. I do because I was a young girl and I was somebody struggling. So I don't I personally don't think trans women can get to get to be in this conversation like that, because if that was the case, why is it mostly young girls transitioning and not young boys? What? what? Yeah. Why? Do you have a theory? Oh, sure, I do. I mean, you know, girls deal with more things than boys do, I think, on some level. Right. And now we have the Internet. Remember, I'm 60. I didn't have any of that when I transitioned. Same age as you are. Yeah. Yep. And we didn't have any of this. Thank God. I really do think it. It's yeah. dangerous. And I do believe in social contagion. I do. I think, yes. you know, you they're know seeing peer pressure. The they're like, what's wrong with me? I feel awkward. I That's feel, right. and they're looking at the t- groups and whatever, yep. Reddit or TikTok or wherever yep. they go and see, oh, that's what's wrong. Oh, I need to join this group. There you go. And 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 so I also want you to understand I'm a transsexual. Okay. So there's a big difference here between, yeah. Yeah, between transsexual, transgender. So transsexual is somebody like myself who goes through a system, has I have a mental disorder, which I completely acknowledge my mental disorder. I if anyone says that 
I don't, or that trans people don't, they're, they're lying. This is a mental disorder space. And so by getting the diagnosis of gender dysphoria, which is in the brain, which is a disorder, and it's not a big deal. It's not shameful to have that. The diagnosis is important. I can find out what's wrong with me and I can move forward. And so we, we as transsexuals do what we call move into the binary. So we go from living as a female to living as a male or vice versa. We don't change our sex. We don't, we just sort of a present to the world this way, but we have a diagnosis. We go through a medical space and we want to belong in the world, right? We don't want to stand out as trans people. I... Transgender is an, now it's become an identity choice, right? So kids are like, I'm trans. And I'm thinking, we never said that. We no. always said, I'm a boy or I'm a girl, or, I'm a man or I'm a woman, but now they're literally using this trans as a, so that's where I'm like, okay, I see what's happening now. You all think it's just a choice. I didn't choose this, no. nor do I want it when I have it. The trans, <laughs> a lot of them are like they've got beards or they're just in a dress and lipstick and a, you know, right. just like That's I'm right. trans. It's kind of just a made up word. It's That's not, right. not it. And then yeah. they can go back. They're not on hormones and stuff. So they can go back after playing that game or if they feel, you know, but once you, yeah. I see the damn, even the, the voice with that, the Chloe, mm -hmm. which her voice is never, maybe never going to go. Right. Never. Sounds never. like man. Never. She's always going to sound that way. Sound that and way. It, 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 it thickens your testosterone, thickens your vocal cords amongst other things that are irreversible. This idea that they keep putting out, it's reversible. So here's what I really want to say about that. It really makes me mad because they're lying. So if if you are solid, right? I'm sitting here telling you everything about myself that I have nothing to hide from you. I don't need to hide from you, my biology or any of the other stuff. So why are they lying about it? So to me, when people lie about something, it means they're hiding something because you don't because it's completely lies when it says it's ir it's reversible none of what you put any medication there's going to always going to be a side effect of a medication let alone blocking puberty <laughs> you don't even need to be a scientist or a biologist to understand how insanely like deranged that is to block puberty dangerous and now and and we'll get into i think you know well your your ideas are why this is all the rage now. I mean, I'm up here in Washington State, and we've got mm. that. Uh, we were talking about that Senate Bill five five nine nine, and it says here it it just passed allows shelters to keep runaway juveniles from their parents to keep God. them from the to get an abortion and or gender surgeries. The Washington House has passed a bill allowing shelters to keep the runaway juveniles from their parents. That and that includes removing removing a girl's breasts or uterus. Wow. And that's what it says here and that I googled and and well that would be the surgeries, right? And yeah. parents don't know. They imagine you find your kid they ran away and then they're you know, hacked up. I mean, <laughs> well, people are using this. Okay. So we all know there's bad parents out there, but there are more good parents than bad parents. That's, that's just, that's like making a blanket statement that right. if you don't transition your kid, you're a bad parent. No, you're not. You're a great parent. By the way, it means you care about your kid because I, I personally don't want any of these kids to be trans. I would prefer to have them grow out of it and move forward. Why would I want anyone to be? And not that this isn't great for me, but you have to understand I have to live in this forever. And they don't understand that. They don't understand the long term of this situation at 16 years it's, old. And Nobody. At 60, you still have to take testosterone regularly. How often do you have to take that? I, sh I have to inject testosterone one, once a week once for a the week, rest of my life. 
life, 30 years, and it's any some what kind of uh implications can that have that you try to manage? Any so so you know what's so interesting is now they're just throwing the testosterone to these young girls, uh like as if it's just candy, not understanding the side effects because we haven't even done long-term research. So that's the other thing. Yeah. They're they haven't even done long-term research on putting testosterone in a female-bodied person. Come on, people. That that's why it's p- upsetting to me. They're just pretending like, oh, I had once thing that majorly happened to me called vaginal atrophy. And I'm the first recorded case of that. And it it, it almost I almost actually died. I became septic from it because it fused my uterus and my cervix together. Oh and then it, I know it's so insane saying the doctor when he was operating he was like because you know doctors love stuff like that yeah. he was like oh dude i've never seen anything he goes my whole uterus and everything was just twisted and insane he'd never seen anything like it and so he, he said if i didn't come in because i got really sick and then he said if i didn't come in that sooner i would be dead because it popped and i became septic because and you're very open about that you didn't have the bottom surgery i did not have, have bottom surgery yeah. yeah you left that as a woman and your inner mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You didn't have a hysterectomy or anything nope. like that. So you have those things, but it, the testosterone just completely atrophied. Destroyed everything, destroyed everything down there. And, you know, I'm here waving the flag to the world about, okay, you know, I, I and not that I don't want anybody to transition. Of course I do. I want people to transition. It's, it's amazing if it's what you need. But I'm, you know, I'm flying this flag like, hey, 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 you can get atrophy. And no one's listening to me. Nobody. And then guy, guys are writing me constantly. Dude, I have these cramps that you talked about. What a, I'm like, you have atrophy. They Go think to your you're doctor. having the period. Some of Yes, them. <laughs> that's right. That's It feels like gnarly period cramps. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the only reason I'm doing that, talking about this is I, I, well, it's a fascinating thing. It's, and it's a scary thing because it's the children. And that's why you're speaking out. That's why you began, that's because right. you used to be not so long ago, right? You were for, oh, transitioning stuff until you saw it happening to children who that's right. may regret this and the heavy implications of it. So, yeah. Yeah, of course. I'd be, it would be, I would be remiss and I would, I would not be an honest transsexual if I didn't say, Hey, wait a minute. We're, we're doing 16. We never transitioned 16 year olds back in the day. We, we, we had to make you go through a system and figure out what's going on. And they actually made you live as a man or live as a woman before you even could transition. They called trying it on just to make sure. So that way you could turn back. They don't like, so they actually had an amazing system in place. And then W path came along and W path is the world professional, the world psychiatric association of transgender health i think it is and they're they're crazy they're wing nuts they've literally gone off the deep end like having uh eunuchs now eunuchs are part of the i'm like what eunuch is and then they're even adding they're adding insane things and i think they've just gone insane and so you know they're the world professional organization like give me a break you you, you're not doing any us any good and they're the ones who took out all the gatekeeping and everyone anyone can be trans is what they say and you don't need gender dysphoria to be trans (laughs) yeah that's the and then i think it's going all around the world right it's not yeah it's world it's the world association Mm -hmm. i mean i mean and as far as people doing this and they're you know everywhere because they open the they they basically just open the gate they open the gate that's why you see dudes with beards and mustaches and not even trying to look like a woman saying they're a woman because yeah. they can't. That's right. right. And we just, uh, you know, I, I think about why all of a sudden, and I know we have the internet, so we see it, but what's interesting is 
people talk about, you know, we all want to take selfies or be on camera. They're coming on just to say, my pronouns are this and I'm this. And I, why are they announcing it to on two million people? Like, that's why I'm like, well, okay, great. That's fine. Anybody can do anything, look like anything. It's cool. We, most people really don't care, but it's, right. pushing, it's like going on and really going, you know, telling everybody. Well, well, on some level, it's an agenda. And, and it's like, it's this thing. It's a very much of an entitled space. You know, you can't expect everybody to like or accept how you are. And how dare you force people to to do your pronoun when you look like a dude, but you say you're a girl. Okay. Like uh, what P people know P humans. If you understand humans see things, that's why it was important for me, you know, prior to my transition, I was a very masculine girl, but I was still a woman and I was still, people could tell. So they still called me she. And I, I remember I would get so mad. And then I figured out, well, of course I look like a girl, you know, and I try to make myself look as masculine as possible. So I have firsthand experience with that. And I understand why people don't recognize somebody's pronouns. And then if you say, excuse me, my pronoun, like it's if my pronoun was she, nobody would ever call me she unless they were trying to be hurtful. But that being said, could you imagine if I go, hey, wait a minute, don't assume my pronoun. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? I'm like, what? Like, you're not, these people are not doing a service to our community. They, they have actually hijacked our community. They're not trans people. These are, they have an agenda and, and an ideology on some mm -hmm. level. And yeah. of course, you know, there's a lot of money to be made here. Uh, let's put that That's on right. the table there. Let's put that. That's right. Surgeries and a lifetime medicalization. That's right. Um, you know, and unfortunately, you know, what did your parents think? I mean, what, yeah. you know, family wise and stuff, how did they take it? What, you know? Well, first off, I have awesome parents. So, so, you know, I struggled a lot early on and I became a hardcore drug addict and, you know, I became homeless and my parents eventually just dropped the ball. They were like, get out of here. I mean, you know, they basically stopped calling us. We don't want anything. I don't blame them. You know, they used to call that tough love, which I think is a very important thing. So I ended up really just wandering around i'm surprised i'm alive smoking crack prostituting i mean i was a mess and then i found sobriety and with sobriety sort of my brain sort of got back to normal on some of that's when i started to transition in my first year of transition and my and my i think it was about my maybe my maybe five years of sobriety or something i called my parents and um my mom answered the phone and I remember she was like, hello. And I was like, hi, hi mom. She's like, who is this? Cause I hadn't spoken to them in years. And I said, it's me. And then she said, oh my God, we thought, we thought we lost you. My parents actually thought I, they would never hear from me again. And, um, and so with that, I said, she says, what's wrong with your voice? And I said, well, I want to, I'm calling you to make amends. I'm also calling you to let you know that I'm um, having a sex change, what we used to call it back in the day. Yes. <laughs> there was silence on the phone. Like, wow, and then my mom. What <laughs> <laughs> twist there. Totally. But then my mom, she was just like, well, you know what? If that's what's going to make you happy, we love you. And, you know, that is... I mean, that story always m sort of brings tears to my eyes because, you know, that's parents, right? They they, they, they didn't want to see me dead and they don't want to see me gone. They want to see me happy. And they said, if this is what's going to make you happy, then we're happy. Yeah. And then that started my reconnection to my parents today. I'm so close to my parents. I mean, they're in their 80s now. So I'm super close. We have an amazing relationship. I, I just am so blessed on so many levels that I- Do you have any siblings? 
yeah, I have an older sister and a younger sister. Both of them are so, so great with me. My whole family is, I, I have no, you know, I, I struggled. So I think they saw the struggle that I was dealing with back in the day and everybody wrote me off on, you know, I didn't graduate high school. I, mm-hmm. I just was one of those lost kids. And, um, but now they see me as, you know, an entrepreneur. I have, you know, a great business. I'm just doing really great in the world. And I'm very And, and you have a child and a wife. And-, and I have a wife and I have a child. And, you know, uh-huh. I'm, I'm a normal. I'm, on some level, I'm just in this right. normal guy. <laughs> totally. But I just love you're so joyful. You're so positive. You're so caring. You. you know, you. I just Thank think you. you're an amazing person. Thank you. Taking a lot of heat. Uh, well, that's okay. Yeah. You know, it's only heat. It doesn't I, mean I, ad- I admire that because I know like Blair White, for example, gets death threats. And I know. So do I. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you do. So of I'm- course, I don't care. I don't even talk about it because I don't want to give those people. No, any we don't want to give it. Power. But, but it's, you know, it happens. Totally. A, scary, a lot of people wouldn't uh, be willing to put themselves in that at that position. You know, so but you have to understand I, the reason I'm doing this, like you said earlier, for the children and yeah. for women, yeah. I will not tolerate bringing kids into this space. I will not tolerate. I'm one of the oldest trans people out there. Right. I have so that's why I get respect because I did transition 30 years ago and as you see it did do wonders for me so I don't want people to think that transitioning is not for anybody because that's what's going to happen it's going to take away what we what I have of the gift I do not take this gift lightly and I don't look at it as as I'm entitled to it I am not entitled to this it is a gift given to me that I look at as a gift and I think that's why I have a different attitude than those other new trans people they're they act as if they're entitled to this space no you're not you're not entitled to anything unless the universe wants to give it to you yeah but but they have a horrible attitude and that's why i stand up because i really want people to see yeah this is real gender dysphoria is real and it did make my life better and if i we only have those wing nuts <laughs> right people are going to be like ew trans people are disgusting <laughs> and and you get a lot of people uh young people reaching out to you yeah a lot and, more and more and what more are they more. What are they saying? Why are they reaching out to you? So some reach out to me because they are transitioning and they're dealing with the atrophy pain and their doctor doesn't know what it is, which I'm like, wow, that in itself is insane. They're coming to me for for their medical advice. I'm like, ew. So there's that. Uh, Number two, that that I changed their mind, Mm -hmm. that they're not going to transition, which is so powerful on so many levels. Or they come to me because they are detransitioning and now they're being ostracized from the community called all kinds of names, which says to me again. Yes, they all say that. They say they get a lot of heat for if they say it didn't work for me. I'm not happy. I have problems. They don't get support. They get ostracized and angry. Can you imagine? Like that says to me again, because the detransitioners don't affect my transition. In fact, they hurt my heart and I have compassion for them because they should have never gone down that road. So for me, the detransitioners are the ones who are going to help us get back into a really more um, sane space, which is so sad to say, but it's the truth. And they're willing to talk to me. You know, I do a lot of interviews with them and they're really willing to have the conversation with me. And every single one that I have, there's so many commonalities between all of them. One could be living in Australia and the other one could be living in, you know, Taiwan. And they all, and they have the exact same stories that they weren't diagnosed yeah. properly, that, you know what I mean? They're just, they're Like, they're there's, all... you know who I love is that shapeshifter, that, that guy. Awesome. That, She's a friend too. 
Yeah. Oh, he. A, now he goes by he. he yeah. yeah. Just a yeah. just a warm, caring, warm. You know, uh, honest, open about everything, and and uh, and so- then look at him. He looks like a woman now, and he had, he took his penis off, and he's just completely a mess. And Has had a lot of issues with that area down there from uh, colon. Yep. I mean, just that's a, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's messy and it's gnarly. You know, surgery isn't a joke. I don't care what kind of surgery you're having. Surgery is very invasive. And, you know, you're messing with your body. And, you know, it does have an effect when you take out your uterus. That has an effect on your body. When you put testosterone in a female biological female that has an effect on your body and we're not you know we're not addressing these long-term health problems that that are going yeah. to happen to all and shapeshifter and some others said that their uh, uh sex drive is completely gone gone it doesn't work down there anyway and then the the drive right. has been gone so it's just look he could have they say i could have just stayed the way i was but dressed more you know present that's right more feminine or whatever. And, and I would have gender been- non-conforming kids. Remember, like we had them all that we've always had gender non-conforming. My kid has long hair down to here, right? He's a boy. And people sometimes from behind, he looks like a girl and he'll turn around and go, I'm a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Buck, cause we're the same age being in grade, grade school. And they'd have the one girl that was like you probably, you know, the one yep. girl there with the yep. boys and very much, but we yep. didn't know anything about gay, nothing back then. And so then right. as, when I got grown up, I was like looking at the yearbook or whatever, thinking about things. I'm like, Oh, she was a lesbian and nobody yeah. knew it. And she didn't know it. Oh, he was the little Robert was a, you know, a gay, but he yep. came out with the girls and he was so pretty and sweet, but he didn't know it. Oh, you know, it kind of dawns on you. Right. Oh, that's what was going on. You know, that's like, right. And like some of these kids are probably gay. Right. And instead we're telling them they're trans. That's why I don't, I don't call these kids trans kids. You're like shoving them into a space at 10. Who has a 10 year old trans kid? You wing nuts. And then there's a family on YouTube where the guy has five trans kids. I'm like, Bleh. And you know, were they all met, like they didn't adopt them, right? How does, you know, no, they're like, I think they're biological kids, yeah, but yeah. what are the odds of having five trans kids? That's impossible. And like, somebody in- also on the internet said they knew as a, months just the child was only months old oh it's showing us that it's <sighs> it's indicating it's trans i'm trans <laughs> <laughs> i'm like how do you indicate your so here's where i'm gonna blow a hole in all these people we aren't we <laughs> trans isn't a thing trans is not an actual identity trans is a medical condition transsexualism trans whatever you want to call transgender it's an actual medical condition that is gen you there's no way a three-month-old baby knows it's trans they're saying that now they have they have trans pediatrics i'm like you people are nuts how (laughs) dare you do that to children what What's the fallout going to be? And we'll see. Oh, it's common, friend. Well, here's what the fallout is. It's going to affect me, right? It's going to affect a person who's been doing this for 30 years because they're going to take the medicine all the way. They're already did it, I think. Is it, what state is it? Maybe, I can't remember offhand, Tennessee, maybe. They changed the law up to 25 years old. That you oh, cannot yeah, well, that you can't but how well they can't stop you from getting your testosterone no but the, you know, all i'm saying i'm trying to make the point that because now it went from no transitioning kids right which i agree with to now up to the age of 25 that's an adult right so i i don't care what an adult does if you make a mistake that's yeah. your problem that's you have problem. google 
I didn't even have Google and I didn't make a mistake. So right. you need to go to Google and figure out if this is the right thing for you. I, I have no. And, and the brain uh, doesn't really develop until 25, right? Well, I mean, that's I, why they're using that. Yeah, 25 sounds that's good. Right. I mean, it's not a yeah. but adult, adult at least, you know, yeah. Well, yeah, but you know how I, I look at it like this, you know, if we're going to let kid, if we're going to let people, if we're going to say the age of adulthood is 18 or 21, then you have to let everyone have do to. whatever they can. If you're going to let them drink or get tattoos or whatever. You're going to send them sex. to war at 18 to be killed then they can do that's right so we gotta kind of be in that we might not personally agree with it but if it's going to be the law then that's the law but i do not agree that children should transition and we have a lot a lot of um factual information that it isn't a good thing to do Mm -hmm. and that we should be waiting yet the trans community puts out all these lies and deceit around you know all the other countries have stopped transitioning children we're the only one that's ramping it up yeah, we're ramping up a lot of stuff, and and the sports. Just uh, just <laughs> let's touch on that. The, the, the... <laughs> well, well, as a former athlete, as a female, I'm 100% against trans women competing with women. It is ridiculous. The fact that we're even having this conversation does not make me transphobic, and it does not make you transphobic. It's called fairness in sports. Mm-hmm. And until we can figure it out, just create a trans league. Why don't trans women compete against trans women? Oh, right? How come that's not happening? Because they they want to obliterate women's sports. They love being these winners, right? And it's gross. I find it to be disgusting and misogynistic on some level. Well, I found it heartbreaking to see these women that have worked all their life to 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 train. I mean, I can't even imagine the kind of uh, training that had to take. And then for oh somebody to come in uh, and take the trophy. Um, That's I, right. It's pathetic. It was, it's pathetic. Uh, and it, not only is it pathetic, it hurts me because I know I trained like that. I was a very high ranking, you know, uh, athlete. I know. What, what was your 1500 meter and 800 meter? I was a runner and I was uh-huh. on like these very big special, like going to the Olympic teams and we were sponsored wow. by Adidas and, and that was in the seventies. And, you know, it, it, it was very difficult to be a female athlete. And I, I didn't graduate high school. So I want to the today, if my grades were bad, they would figure out a way sort of maybe to get me into the university. But back in the day, women's sports didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so if you had fail, failed, you're just not going to university. But if a dude had Fs on his and he was an amazing football player, they'd figure out how to get him into the university. Yeah, so, there's big money in men's sports. You know, That's right. Was that's exactly the- right. And so, you know, I, I remember fighting for women's sports, right? And now we have dudes. Look, Go ahead and transition, my friend. Go ahead and be a woman. No one, no one really cares about that. But what we do care about is coming around and just acting like what you're doing is completely normal and that you're a woman. You're not a woman. You're a trans woman. You're a biological male. It's so stupid that we just can't have these like basic conversations. Should we should we bring up Dil- Dylan Mulvaney? Or- <laughs> well, Dylan's a... Uh, uh, <laughs> God, I don't even know what to think about Dylan. You know, on some level, I'm seeing the toll. I'm seeing all of the stuff take a toll on Dylan. Oh, really? Oh, I can see it. Because he's getting heat from people in the fall. Well, he stepped into it. You know, Dylan stepped into that. And I don't know. I mean, of course, I step back and I look at Dylan and I think, why are you doing that? Right. If you were really a trans woman, would you really? Because I have sh- I have so many trans women friends, tons and tons, and they look like a lady like you. They don't look like me. Right. right. So, so that they make an effort. So Dylan 
if Dylan was really dealing with gender dysphoria and really dealing with all of this stuff, I can't imagine that he would be doing what what they're doing. I just can't imagine it. Does it seems so against everything that we do? And so he, I, I, I really am torn between wondering if this person is actually really a trans person or are they just raking the cash in? He sure is getting a lot of deals. It doesn't look like he's on estrogen, does it? The body, not. and it doesn't look nope. like you know he lets the he's not getting electronic. That's the thing. That's the thing. And every trans woman will tell you that I would never go on camera with a five o'clock shadow. Right. Nor would I shave. He's right. literally shaving on camera. I'm like, oh no, I, that person does not have dysphoria because right. dysphoria. The oh, trans woman would lose it over that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like when we see pregnant men now, right? Who are trans men who are biological women, but they're like, men can get pregnant. No, they can't. Number one. Number two. That gives me dysphoria. Mm-hmm. That actually makes me uncomfortable because that feels very feminine and female to me. I would never want to have a baby. That just goes. But again, go ahead, have a baby, dude. But stop saying men get pregnant. Trans men get pregnant. Non-binary people get pregnant. But men do not and, get pregnant. And in 2023, we're, we're arguing about how, <laughs> oh, no, you can't. Biology is real. <laughs> <Total>. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? It's gaslighting. It's ga- so yeah, everyone hearing this, say, it's gaslighting. No, yeah, yeah, what? You know, That's right. It makes you second guess yourself. So they're gaslighting us and making us feel like if we say something, we're bad, we're bigots, we're Nazis, we're turfs, we're trans. You see, because that says to me that they are, are hiding something. They keep throwing words or they scare you not to say anything. You can say whatever you want to me. I Either I'm going to believe it or I'm not, right? And you're entitled yeah. to your opinion. If you never, if you always just want to call me a she and you're always going to be a girl, that's okay. If that makes you feel comfortable, I really don't care because I'm solid in my own space. But I think that these people are not. And that's why they have to keep sort of shutting down, not only shutting down the conversation, but trying to change the language that biology is a yeah, social language. construct. What? Right. Biology. We're all, we're, we're, we're all biological beings. It's, yeah. it's what we are and we make babies and we <laughs> it's so dumb well that here we are Mar- that jeffrey marsh he said on one of his videos god is trans he he's, disgusting. he's, he's disgusting he's a gaslighter and he knows exactly what he's doing he and he, he's playing into it and you can see he's loving the attention that's why i keep oh, telling yeah. everybody don't talk about these people don't talk about them. Don't True, do videos. No, no, no. Yeah. It's it's good that you brought it up. But what I'm saying to the outside world, right? All these people who make fun of him and keep putting him on their platforms, like you're just raising his. That's right. When you do that, and same with Jeffrey Marsh, yeah. they live for it. It doesn't matter. You know, any PR is good PR. That's, oh, yeah, because we can say, look, look in the phone. Look what this guy's saying. Look what he's doing. Oh, my God. And then the next that's right. This keeps that's, going. And it just keeps perpetuating. And then Dylan's getting more and more famous. Yeah. Even though he's it's more and more hated. Him, you know, if he wasn't doing that, I mean, he's uh, charming, you know, I mean, he's got yeah, some, like really, funny. he could really, yeah, well, he's an actor, you know, he's got, he's That's got right. a lot of uh, charm and some more. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a very, there's a dichotomy there. It's like really. I mean, if he would just own up to it and say, I'm just make, you know, making a mockery of this whole thing, but yeah. he, he's not. And his face, and he, remember he went into surgery. All yeah. he did is get some facial something he didn't do any so he could easily go back to living as a dude yeah you could look at him he could easily go back tomorrow and be a gay man and Mm -hmm. nothing lost now uh the before i let you go what what can people do because the 
basically why we're here is is it's about the children. It's about yeah, what that's right. with because their lives will their whole lives will be ruined. There's people who are committing suicide because they made the wrong choice. Yeah. They 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 they've done this medicalization and and they can't take it. And it, absolutely young people who won't have a life and who won't. And so what can people, you know, that's why I want to talk through like what can the average person who is not in this community or really in this, if we yeah. want to help in any way or yeah, just, thank right? you. I, don't, I don't know. What, what do you well, say? I, about that? Yeah, I know. Well, I, I, I really want to say this, you know, I know a lot of people can't speak up. I, I, I know that they, they, they don't. I mean, I'm kind of nervous about speaking up. I don't know what I know, of, but, but you brought me, I, I'm the one saying it. So it's different because yeah. I can say it because I'm the oldest tranny on the block. So I can say whatever <laughs> I want. But that being said, you know, I know people out there are fearful of getting involved in something that might, you know, whatever. But you got to think about this. If there's any other way you can do it by supporting an organization, you know, there's GenSpec. It's called G-E-N-S-P-E-C-T.org. GenSpec is a great organization. I mean, if you even donate five bucks to them or whatever, you know, things like that or just pushing GenSpec out there. there there's okay. organization. And if you go to that one, you can just get you'll get a bunch of other great. What do they do? So basically they talk realism and they talk about all, they put factual stuff on their website. So you can see about puberty blockers. You can see about, you know, doctors that are doing all this stuff. So they're, they're basically the same way I am. They're pro transitioning for adults who get the right medic, right. So safeguarding, right. And yeah. against children transitioning and they have a lot of parent, um, uh, links for parents who are struggling with their kids. Okay. So I'm just saying to people out there, if you really want, and we really, we need, these kids need us right now. They're being duped into this. So whatever, even just passing that information along to other people who are struggling or parents who are struggling, GenSpec is a great point to start there. Okay. And if you don't think what I'm saying is true, you can start there too and start reading more articles on the other side. The problem is people are very one-sided right they're very biased they don't listen they don't look at both and both sides are like that i'm a very middle ground person you got to look at that space that news station and that news station mm -hmm. right and kind of form a more and then they and, and feel what feels right in your gut what feels right to you and not that's be right influenced by there's a lot of brain uh there's a lot of mind control happening that's right wise, right that's right yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Well, Buck Angel, thank you so much for spending this time with me. You are wonderful. And um, I, I just uh, much <laughs> No, thanks so much. I really appreciate you having me on. It really means a lot to me that you see what I'm doing and that you want to push my voice out there and that hopefully your listeners will understand as well. So it means a lot. Thanks so much for caring. You're welcome. Much love, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. For more inspiration and to stay connected, find me on Instagram at The Mystical Matchmaker or my website, marlamartinson.com. Much, much love and hope you have a mystical, magical day.